Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Second time in a row, I think I sniffed right into the intro. Good, that's perfect. All right, Albie. You are hectored and haggard and rushed and all out today. So two things. One, I want to tell you you look beautiful. Thank you. You look really great. I know that you're only saying thank you because people are listening and you're actually in a salty mood because you've been just beat on today. Just with work and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you something else. The tiniest little thing. The tiniest little thing. Yeah. And you guys will be able to see it visually if the camera's on her. Who knows? Tiniest little thing that is one of the tiny little lights, the millions of lights that have been snuffed out in your life. Mm-hmm. Like the stars in the sky, the ones that flickered out and have gone and caused you the compiled and, and made your life so sad. Okay. I'm going to give you a tiny li- light flicker of good news. Okay. As we speak right now, mm-hmm. tumbling around in a Groveland dryer. Is Cyril's karate uniform. Where was it? I have to know. It was in a bag of dirty laundry in our in our laundry room. The clear bag? Yeah. That's what I thought it was in the clear bag of laundry that I gave you to take to the laundromat last week. Yeah, so... Th- That's why I thought so that So here's happened. the other thing is that like, I did take somebody's uniform last week. It must have been Anson's. Mm-hmm. So I must have taken the other one. I, I took so many bags and clear things. I can't... I, I just... I was shocked <laughs> to see it. But yes, Alice, it is right there. It is being dried as we speak. So there you go. It gives you a little there bit of go. happiness, yes. right? Yes. That was a great cause of stress yesterday in our yeah. house was the missing karate uniform. So that's good. That's we missed great. the entire thing. All right. Okay. We got a lot of chat chat messages and you, you, you've got to take off early. So let me try to get, just kind of burn through a couple of things here. Okay. One is a fantastic, I never get sick of this. This is just... The Walgreens story in Fox 25. It's stores for good. The pharmacy closure is the latest in low-income communities in Boston after stores in Hyde Park and Mattapan closed their doors. <coughs> Boston- so now the only reason we're playing this news wrap is I want you to listen. They go through two, two minutes of news wrap without ever telling you why the store is closing, which means the media knows that it's complicit in this whole narrative of, you know, the reckoning of George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, etc., they went along with it, even though they knew that it wasn't true. And so now they're complicit in building this narrative of that when something happens in black communities, it, it's simply racism. You don't have to look any further. So yeah, they never course. bothered to tell you the piece of information you need to know. Boston 25 News reporter Kelly Sullivan is live at the Walgreens on Warren Street. And Kelly, Representative Ayanna Presley condemned the move on the House floor. 
Yeah, that's right. And there have been many lawmakers, including Senators Elizabeth Warren and Ed Markey, who stood alongside protesters outside of this Walgreens here, asking the company not to close its store here on Warren Street. But despite their efforts today, the doors are closing for good. Now, this Walgreens is located here in Roxbury on Warren Street and is the fourth Boston Walgreens to close in a little more than a year. The pharmacy chain announced about 200 in total will close nationally this year. Several protests were held outside asking Walgreens to keep this location stores open. Congresswoman Ayanna Presley represents this district and she spoke on the House floor addressing her concerns about shutting down a pharmacy in another low-income neighborhood. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take them and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life Else, When they leave, they take those things with them. They take them. Do they raid people's houses before they go? It's amazing. They're taking their own inventory. <laughs> with Imagine she makes it sound like they're like breaking down people's doors and stealing the baby yes, formula out taking, of their houses. We'll be taking them. medications <laughs> and of course jobs. These closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent. Oh. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. So so she infuses racial discrimination involved in the story. Right. Will the journalists at Fox 25 provide any clarity? Now, to help ease with the transition, Walgreens is automatically transferring patient files and prescriptions to the Walgreens on, Walgreens on Columbus Ave, which is about a mile away from here. It is offering free same-day delivery of prescriptions for 90 days. And for non-pharmacy items, the store said it would do free same-day delivery for 90 days and waiving the $35 minimum. So Walgreens says there are several factors oh, into sounds- why they decide to close uh, stores and some of those factors include that the changing markets and also the changing buying patterns of both the patients and the customers. Reporting live in Roxbury, Kelly Sullivan for your local station, Boston 25 What might moves. it be about those Media changing Is it the buying habit that's been developing where people don't pay for the things that at- they're buying? I would say those are the changing buyer changing habits me. are the fact that, um, that there are a growing number of buyers who uh, take trash bags of things off the shelves and walk out with them without visiting well, a right. cash register on the way out. That buying pattern? Yes, I guess that's the way we're clo- we're cloaking this. In fact, everybody in these in the neighborhood or, or a bunch of people have been stealing and guiping everything from that store and they simply can't do business anymore. And so now they're leaving. Right. And what's crazy to me, too, is the elected officials and the same thing when things are closing in California and closing here and all these places. They come out and they're like, we decry this. We demand that Walgreens keep the stores open. We demand that. What was the was it ShopRite in California? The yeah, one in yeah, San Francisco? So. All of them. We demand that you keep this open. People need this. This is what you get when you elect activists who think that things happen by people issuing demands for them to happen. They think that stores open because somebody went, we demand a store appear here. Like, that's not ever how stores have appeared in places, right? Like, and they are actually, ironically, the people who have the power in their hands to actually do something to make it more possible for stores to thrive in these environments. These are the people who pushed for defund the police policies and did everything that they could to create an environment where this was encouraged, right? Yes, and by the way, Ayanna Presley is not saying that she wants to go over with Walgreens. What she can do as an elected official to make a better environment for their stores to operate in. Exactly. She wants the status quo to continue. Right. The guiping everything, the no arrests, the recidivism. She feels that Walgreens should provide free merchandise to the organized right. crime that is living off of them right now. Right. Absolutely. That's what she wants. She wants this with the chaos included. This Th- is That's th- why she feels that when Walgreens leaves they're taking stuff away with them because she feels that that rightfully belongs to the people who come in and steal it. Yes. No, obviously. They're taking away baby formula. Oh my goodness. They're taking baby formula away, Ayanna, because your constituents are taking baby formula away without paying for it. <laughs> right, exactly. It's so like, and every time somebody goes on one of these tweet rants where some like well-meaning liberal will be like, oh, can you believe how dystopian America is that we're locking up baby formula? 
as though the thing that's dystopian isn't that we live in a society where people make a living off of mass theft of baby formula. Right. Right. Okay. So we know what's happening there. We're used to it. Another thing I just want to show you, this is just all about the media as well. Enfield, Connecticut. This is mm-hmm. WFSB Channel 3, Connecticut. Enfield, Connecticut. Enfield Pride event canceled over fears of violence. And let's just listen to how this newscast is presented. For children called off an Enfield over fears of... Like you said, an event for children. In other words, this Pride event, this is a, rag, a drag mm-hmm. queen session, is geared at children. It has not been called off. Now, obviously, the lead should be that there's a... Pride event for children. Right. That should be it. But no, no, it's that it's called off. I mean, of course, it's going to be a Pride event for children, but called off. Who would do that? Violence. Good evening and thank you for joining us tonight. I'm Mark Sidney. And I'm Erin Connolly. Organizers are worried after some hateful backlash surfaced online. Channel 3 Eyewitness News reporter Hector Molina is alive in Enfield tonight with the safety concerns. He's alive in Enfield. Well, the event was supposed to be a drag story hour scheduled here at the Enfield Public Library for April 20th. But tonight we spoke... By the way, if you see the poster for it, It features like a six-year-old kid with rainbow hair color. The poster for it. With Enfield Pride's president who said he pulled the plug after some concerning comments. Now, this Enfield Pride president, we talked about him on the show last year. His name is Dr. Uh, Greg Gray, I think. Mm -hmm. He's uh, a doctor in the same way he runs runs Enfield Pride. He also is the pastor of the church. Right. And he's a guy last year who had people like yell at the church people. Mm-hmm. And it, they're just, it's just a wackadoodle place. And I get, I'll just say this. You know, I told you that sometimes, like, especially as a younger guy, I think I threw off creepy vibes to single women. Mm-hmm. I get a vibe from this guy where I will not be dropping off um, any of the kids on social media. Enfield Pride President and United Church of Christ Reverend Dr. Greg Gray says Pride events in Enfield are nothing new, but a drag reading event meant to highlight diversity, literacy, and gender expression for kids. Pardon me? (laughs) Should there be an officer in a squad car at this point? (laughs) Gender expression for kids? Okay. Received unprecedented backlash on social media. Some of the pushback that we got for this one was... um, a little bit more disturbing. Pushback that included pictures of weapons. It was... um, By the way, the reporter showed us no pictures of weapons. Right. The reporter showed us no post, no nothing. As Dr. Reverend Greg Gray, whatever he says just goes. Mm -hmm. Whatever he says just goes. Lots of comments by people who's profile pictures or them holding guns and saying, I will be there. And disturbing words as well. It is language that mirrors the language of some hate groups that we have had contact with. Okay, now there's nothing- This uh, means he got called a groomer, I'm pretty sure. Well, sure, but as a matter of fact, his language in event mirrors um, the behavior of um, pederasts, as a matter of fact. But- all of this is here. I mean, all of this is hearsay. I mean, this is the, the reporter's just taking this as fact. We've got no visuals, no nothing, no no whatever, no threats. All Enfield police say they haven't received any formal threats. Dr. Gray said he made the decision to cancel as a way to prevent any harm to children and families planning on going. One of those families was Alyssa Strait. Here we go. Here we go. This here. One of those families was Alyssa Strait. And her- Alyssa Strait, which is an ironic name. This is, this is, you want to know what's destroying this country? It's women like Alyssa Strait. Prevent any harm to children and families planning on going. One of those families was Alyssa Strait and her two children. I just want them to really think about why they're doing that and who they're basically threatening. Because we're talking about a mom and her two kids who just want to go to a library to have someone read a book to them. Is that what we're talking about? I thought it was to teach the kids gender expression. No, she just wants the... Kids, they want somebody to read a book to them. The only people available are gaudy, slutty-dressed, 53-year-old, uh, grotesquely obese men in drag. Right. Those are the only people who can read to kids now. There's nobody else. I just simply wanted somebody to read to the kids. That's it. <laughs> F you, psychos. F you, you psychos. Ugh. What's funny, too, is it would... 
all these like good liberal moms danger sense would go off if like you showed up at the library and wanted to read to the kids in your normal clothes. Yes. In the, <laughs> like, yes. If you were like, I, Tom Shattuck, am doing an event where I read to kids at the library, people would find, <coughs> people rightly would find that extremely alarming, no? Yes. There's <laughs> like, no time. Everybody's red flag. There's no be- time when me in my like American flag swimming trunks should wade into the kiddie pool. <laughs> there's it's, no, it's oh, weird. that's all right for this reason. Just, it's just not all right. It's, right. it's not all right for any but reason. But if you dressed up in a leotard and a crown and a bunch of makeup and a wig, then they'd be all for if it. If I dressed as an over-the-top whore, <laughs> harlot, then yes, I'm allowed to go in the kiddie pool. <laughs> it's too bad. You know what? It's too bad I'm not a pedophile because now I know all the ways to do it. It'd yeah, it's easy now. I have no, I don't even like, like, as friends, my own kids or any other kids. <laughs> but if I had, was attracted to kids, there'd be so many opportunities for me. Well, right. And that's all most people are saying when they have a problem with <clears throat> these drag queen story hours and stuff. It's, And that's, like, the message of these groups, like, Gays Against Groomers and all these other people. is like, you're giving all of us a bad name by obsessing over your access to children. Yeah. And also, and to borrow from Matt Walsh a little bit, look, why, so the, they have the library, they're given a space, why is it like when these like LGBTQIA plus places like are given spaces, somebody has to get naked? Right. Why is some dude wearing fishnet stockings and a miniskirt? No, it's the same like when the place in wherever that was, like Seattle or uh, Portland or where was that? It was somewhere on the West Coast where they were upset that the town wanted to build a library because it was they were afraid that oh, they yeah. might get in trouble. Somebody wanted Their to build a playground, beach, right? Yeah, right? Because they wanted to have and somebody the beach donated and, yeah. money to uh, make a playground and it was too close to their sex beach. Right. Because <laughs> they can't not have sex on the beach. Right. They're like, somebody could be mad that we're having sex in front of their kids now. Like, well, I mean, like, can you just... By the way... We've come a long way, though, actually. If you think about it, it's really amazing. Like, we've come a long way from who cares what two consenting adults do in the privacy of their own home to, like, we have a right to be naked with your kid. Yeah. Can you imagine (laughs) that? It's amazing. By the way, Alice, uh, uh, there's more hate happening in New Hampshire. For one hour and 15 minutes, the Senate Education Committee heard passionate testimony about how the biological sex of student-athletes should factor into school sports. Imagine that. Should it? Really? You think it should? Mike, imagine that. Imagine that. It should factor into. The biological sex should factor in. Should it factor in? Of course, it always has. I know. Did you see the rugby clip? No. It's in our our Twitter feed. It's just just visual. It shows this chick playing uh, rugby, Mm -hmm. and... There's dudes on the other team playing as chicks against him. This dude freaking picks her up and body slams her. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's amazing. As far as I'm concerned, harms children. Nashua State Senator Kevin Avard is the prime sponsor of Senate Bill 375, which requires sports teams to expressly be designated as male, female, or co-ed, and prohibits biologically male students from participating in female sports or entering female locker rooms. Women will compete against women, men against men. The bill covers public school sports in New Hampshire. 17 people testified. Aside from Senator Avard, only one other person was in favor of the bill. Not everyone makes a team. There are cut teams. And so when you find out that you didn't get that spot because a biological male was allowed to, that is not right. Fifteen people testified against the bill. And using the power of the state to keep girls out of these literally life-changing activities is terrible. Also... (laughs) Wait a second. You're keeping girls out of them by having men compete against them. Just that we're only keeping the girls out of the activities who are men. Only those girls. Right, but that's who he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> those girls are just as much girls as the little right. dainty girls who are one-fifth their size. Right. Using the power of the state to keep girls... This guy's named Jonah Sutton-Morse. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to Google him. I, I, I would... Let me just say this. 
Okay. I don't know anything about this dude. I am getting red flags effing galore. Effing galore. Uh, one of the 16 sheep, uh, Margie, I'm relatively recent transplanted to New Hampshire via Illinois. Um, anything? He's just finished reading the Bible. Let me just see. Okay. Did you see, by the way, um, speaking of groomers, that the, uh, Newton teachers now have the support of- Jonah Sutton Morris, LinkedIn, he, him. Okay, yeah. That's not shocking. What does he, him do? Um, let's see. Concord, New Hampshire. Let's see, Jonah. Does anyone, by the way, the he, him thing is so weird to me because- He's in insurance. Oh, God. The he, him thing is so weird to me because does anybody use, like, he, her- I guess not. Like, why do you need to say he, him, he, him, his? Like, we know what the other pronouns are that go with he, right? I think so. I thought I knew. Like, you used to just be able to say, I'm a guy. I mean, like, it seems easy, but whatever. Anyway. Anyway, um, I'm I'm, I'm watching Jonas Sutton-Morris. He looks shady. Yeah. Did you see that the Newton teachers have the support of the Dropkick Murphys, by the way? They're morons. I'm not going to play it. They're idiots. Um... Um. So that's the. Oh, 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 let's get back to this. Here's Jonah Sutton Morse. Sutton Dash Morse mm-hmm. as a man, you psycho. Out of these literally life changing activities is terrible. Also showing up against the bill, this Pembroke eighth grader who said she is transgender. My name is Iris and I'm female. Iris told the committee she has a court order identifying her as a female. I've tried to use the girls' locker room, but le- because legally I'm female. But these proposed laws say that me and my school could get sued for having trans girls on girls' teams or in girls' bathrooms or in girls' locker rooms. That's right, dude. Just go with the boys, okay? Yeah, or go in the private bathroom that I'm sure they've made you too. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, you don't have to be in the shower with the girls. All right, Alice. Uh, Tommy in New Hampshire says he wants a wall between New Hampshire and Massachusetts. Yeah, no kidding, dude. Let me get on the other side first. <laughs> uh, but that's where the diaper spot is, is in New Hampshire. Yeah. So, well, maybe maybe some parts of southern New Hampshire should just end up in Massachusetts. Um, What time? Like some of the border towns and stuff. Agreed. Okay, um, here's a preview for the PBS documentary on the January 6th committee. Thompson's committee had gathered a trove of information. The challenge, what to do with it. The one thing that we knew was the information that we have is compelling. The thing we needed to do was tell that to the American people in a compelling way. So that's why we brought in a former president of ABC News. Yeah, I got a call pretty much out of the blue um, from the January 6th committee. They They wanted a storyteller. And while they were brilliant, they were brilliant lawyers. Storytelling for a mass audience is not what they do. To bring in a guy like this who would think outside the box really did prove to be fruitful. And it was Goldston who really began to envision this as, in a way, a kind of mini-series, that there would be sort of nine episodes, (laughs) and that these episodes would tackle particular themes. That's like longer than the entire thing was. Right. Did they have even that many episodes of like the Ken Burns Civil War documentary? I don't think so. The war that lasted years. Oh wait, but I forgot. This is worse than the Civil War, obviously. So right, more extreme than the Civil War. So um, <clears throat> yeah, the other comment from the chat that I thought was uh, pointed was Mark Sardella pointed out in the chat that uh, librarians are now more radical than teachers are even. Like when we talk about these libraries and stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's really true. Oh, totally. I don't know what it is about the people who go and major in library science, but that is one field that is like totally captured. Don't oh, go near totally. the like library science people. They're, they're total wackos. There's a great piece. James O'Keefe has a new video where he's talking to a top White House cyber official. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and this guy just spills the beans. It's just a great t- post on this as well. I'll just play a little bit. I work the so you're, you're pretty high up in the government. Yeah, I'm fairly high up. I'm good at keeping secrets. And so I manage two federal agencies. Just a little bit. Ashley St. Clair, 
uh, tweet under this and said, pro tip, if you're a gay man who works for the White House and your date just can't hear enough about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, you're being James O'Keefe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Why is it always, though? What was the other one that they was something huge they got from a gay dude, too? It was like one of the last ones James O'Keefe got before they booted him from Project Veritas. Where they like chased him down the street. Yes, yes, yes. Which one was that? I don't remember. But yeah, some of these guys just can't stop talking. And USAID. So when you say it's like security, like you're protecting the networks of the federal agency, you give all your information to the mission is to protect information. We we, We are like the president's voice when we go into meetings in terms of discussing and, and promoting the president's priorities. Is he, he going to be the, the nominee? Yes. And she will be the vice president nominee. Yeah, I don't... There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly they didn't. She can't keep black the staff. Fuck? They quit on her in mass. They can't... She can't keep black staff. They quit on her in mass. Good... You know one thing about this guy? This gay guy? I like him. Mm-hmm. He's a good gossip. <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely is. But with him, I yeah, mean, I know. I know. he's got I know. dementia. Um, One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Uh, well, he's definitely slowing down. But they know that he has those issues. I think so. Because they're not willing to say it. Shows it. And, They're not and willing to say correct. it publicly. And same thing but with Kamala Harris. She's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. Like, I what see. kind of message are you going to send to, like, the African-American voter? How would you spin that? I like this guy. I hope he gets his own <laughs> podcast after he's reassigned. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Um, bad news. Th- I have a couple things that Sorry. I wanted to get to before we jump to the chat chat. Um, one is, uh, bad news for your favorite online publication that I know you're into the messenger. Yeah. It's my go to. It's not going anywhere. Um, no. it is oh. shutting down. Oh it no. Is shutting down. It is very much shutting down. As a matter of fact, um, I don't know. Had you actually heard of the messenger? Cause I had not. No. So they opened last year and they like, we're going to do they were going to be like um how to put this uh they were going to they try and fill the void for like nonpartisan news they were like we're going to be the big nonpartisan news series okay. there have been a few outlets that have tried to do this i feel um they got like 50 million dollars in seed funding they hired away a bunch of journalists from like big publications okay. like vanity fair like good writers and journalists and, yeah, and yeah like real reporters and i stuff. need to get hired um not by these people because they were like we're gonna shake up the media industry they're we're gonna, gonna be disruptors they're gonna disrupt wow. they're gonna you know they felt there was really a void left because everybody becomes so partisan they hired 300 people including from places like politico reuters nbc ap like they paid people good salaries all this stuff we're in it for the long haul this is a serious thing we're investing in this um they plan to make 50 million dollars in revenue their first year and um, they made three million. They burned through thirty-eight million dollars of their fifty million in year one, and um, Oof. They, including including they spent eight million dollars having offices in Florida, D.C., and New York. Come on, <laughs> in person Come on. offices. It's like Fannie Willis. In person offices. Um, 
So then in recent days, one of their big officers, uh, Beckman, said he was leaving in the last few weeks, citing health issues. And Finkelstein, who's like the guy who did the whole thing, has been going around asking to invest money. He's been telling investors that he's already raised $10 million. He's going to roll out and new products, including Messenger TV, a video unit. They're, um, they said that they had a 24% increase in visitors. They attracted 24 million visitors to their site in December. Mm. So they were on the up and up. Everything was going great. And then um, as the people were in the company Slack today, so it was weird because yesterday a bunch of people got extra paychecks that said vacation days payout. Uh-oh. <laughs> which is never, Uh-oh. never exactly what well, you... Well, that was nice of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they got... It, so they started to ask on the Slack what was going on. And then uh, the New York Times and Semaphore both had stories today that the company was closing. So they were asking the head of the company, the you know biggest boss that they had on the Slack, was going like, uh, let me check. Hang on <laughs> on the company Slack. But what's so bad, and like normally I don't feel that bad for laid off journalists, but I do kind of feel bad. They're getting no severance. They have no plans to offer any severance. They're just paying people out of their vacation days. Everybody's health insurance ends now. Like, so people had, you know, appointments and things scheduled. It's absolutely insane. It's insane. But how are people so irresponsible with, like, money and stuff? I don't get it. Like, you and I, Tom, we can fail a media empire in less than a year for far less than $50 million. Yes, like way Absolutely. cheaper for you I, and i it's just insane to me i like don't i can't fathom like who's making the decisions at places like this and why they think they can like go disrupt like wh- what made them think they'd make 50 million dollars in like online subscriptions and advertising their first year I can't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody has asked me to be in charge of their 50 mil as yet. And I wouldn't suggest but, you do, by the way. But apparently it's like fine to just burn it. It's crazy. But did, so, I don't know. Um, by the way, speaking of Fannie Willis, uh, did you see the audio about her? Oh, yeah. Out? It's great. Um, to, yeah, somebody was. It's just like her aide and assistant was trying to tell her that, Maybe stealing money wasn't a good idea in the office, and she didn't quite yeah, agree with it. Yeah, this is a whistleblower who was in charge of like getting grants. Give me a sentence. What is the sentence being? Once I told him about his respectfully and in an email about his lack of leadership and the fact that he wanted to do things with grants that were impossible, and I kept telling him like we can't do that. And questioning stuff, he would take me off projects, tell people I wasn't doing what I was supposed to because I questioned him. Because I understood, I helped write that grant. I knew what was in that grant. He told everybody in front of Crystal, Deontay, everybody, we're going to get MacBooks, we're going to do that, we're going to get swag, we're going to use it for travel. I said, you cannot do that. It's a very. Is that the problem, Alice? Is that why we're like on the. the <laughs> ragged edge of poverty is it it's like is everybody actually just stealing just, yeah like, i don't know you I know mean, it's actually and you know we've made a point about like me you like walking out of market basket or, or walgreens with avocados can i just take everything from everywhere <laughs> i guess so what a dream come true it's 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 like i once talked to a a, a woman named monica who was very beautiful and mm-hmm. She told me 20 years after I used to like her that if I had ever made a pass at her that I, that she would have kissed me. Oh, wow. Like, is that what this is? Maybe I should just start making passes. Not real passes, but like stealing passes. It's through Walmart. Maybe I can literally fill up the Walmart cart with everything mm-hmm. and just freaking take it. I've heard too, and this doesn't really surprise me, that like during COVID, like PPP fraud was rampant. Mm-hmm. Like everybody all of a sudden like had businesses- with we should have gotten in on that. God, I feel like a loser. Oh. We need a grift. If anybody knows one, please. <laughs> Let's just be poor. It's fine. It's working <laughs> out. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, what's the hot sauce, Albie? It is. Since you che- gotta go soon. My I know. Goodness. It's the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline where you can leave a chat chat message for the show. You may have to bold in the middle of this, you know, homie. Okay. Well, well let's see how much we get through. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. 
um, hit the gas has now entered the lexicon as far as I'm concerned. Here we go. That's, uh, I will never forget that phrase. Uh, thank you for that. It's <laughs> one of those welcome. things that, uh, in the moment is like a throwaway line, but it has resonance, you know? Yeah, thank you. And <laughs> then I pick- It's all Alashatic. I aim to please. All Alashatic. Well, the, <laughs> no comment, I guess, where that goes. And then I picture the way Tom describes it, Alice holding a Bill Belichick like press conference after the festivities and just saying, you know, we got to improve in all three phases of the game. Yep. Okay, <laughs> offense, defense. I'm still trying to imagine what special teams is, <laughs> but uh, you know, but but Alice, <laughs> you know, what will Bill Belichick also always say? Huh? We got to coach better. Oh. So you're yeah. partially at fault. Yes. Yes. Thank obviously. You. Yes, the obviously. buck stops there. Abs- yeah, you provide some inspiration before telling me to hit mm. the gas. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I'm, um, I'm pro doping as a coach. So. There's, a, <laughs> there's so much thinly hidden, <laughs> including another part of this conversation that really, if we ever went public with it, Ellis would make us the most unique, <laughs> absolutely inappropriate married couple podcast ever. It would probably be a good star turn for us, although I, actually I can't be sure. Yeah, I can't be sure. sure. I'm not sure. It'd be like the the chicks from who were the girls who used to sleep with everybody from uh, Barstool who you had that po- podcast. I don't think people want that from us. They don't want it from me. Okay. <coughs> you can look at that that lady that she said Trump raped her. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. Um, I kind of find the story very hard to believe. Unless he had his eyes closed and she did something else. <laughs> Wee! I don't objectify women, so I don't know about that. Uh, but I would say uh, correct. Hey, guys. John in the car. Hey, John. Hey, John. Uh, in the spirit of Sup With You, I have a Ooh. film recommendation. Okay. Um, Tom was talking about the Danvers State Mental Institution. Yeah. Mm. And uh, uh, there's a movie you should check out uh, called Session Nine. Ooh, Session uh, Nine. Starring uh, the great ginger David Caruso. Um, and it is a movie uh, filmed at the Denver oh, wow. State Mental Institution. I see that. Uh, while it was still abandoned. I think I think it's condos now. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably horrifically uh, haunted condos in Danvers. Uh, but this movie was filmed... Uh, well, it was still abandoned, and it's really uh, great. Uh, the movie's, you know, it's great. Not winning any Oscars, but it's pretty good. Uh, very creepy, kind of a, a horror movie, but not too gory. Uh, but but the real star of the movie is, is the hospital itself that is just, uh, uh, it's just great. Abandoned, creepy, uh, uh, a mental institution. I love that stuff. I love it. Undoubtedly, yeah. horrible, horrible things happen. So, uh, session nine. Check it out. You will love it. All right, thanks, guys. I love that. As a matter of fact, we may be friends with somebody who used to work there. Really? As an orderly, yeah, in the eighties. Um, who has a uh, festival every year, family friendly festival every year in Pelham, New Hampshire. Oh, really? I think. I think he used yeah. to work there. I'll, I'll find out. Uh, yeah, John. No, I'll check that out. Session nine. Do you know who David Caruso is, Alice? No. He was, in the 90s, two young actors made terrible decisions. One was David Caruso to quit NYPD Blue, and one was uh, Juliana Margulies to quit um, ER. Hmm. Okay. BB. Burn Barrel. JAS. Um, that we said is just another Steve. Exactly. Secret spot. Hey, guys. Just another Steve here. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Tom. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up about your performance with Alice the other day. It was not. I'm fully you know. confident in your understanding the ways of a woman. Mm-hmm. After all, you nailed my wife's secret spot at Market Basket in Revere. There we go. She's been parking there for years. No. Keep that's, your head up. That's great. Thank you, Steve. That's great. That's her secret spot, too, Alice. <laughs> and notice how he had innuendo in there, too? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, this is great. Steve, what a great call. My goodness. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. By the way, that's two now men coming to my aid uh-huh. who know that the fish rots from the top, okay? <laughs> from the head, generally, people oh, say. Whatever it is. Yeah. 
Hi, Steve from Aramac. Hey, Steve. It's taken me a couple of days to fully absorb <laughs> the Jeff Rowe experience. <laughs> and I, I feel like I have two phases in my life now. My, my pre-Jeff Rowe life <laughs> and now my post-Jeff Rowe life. Yeah. I hear uh, right. We shall have to invent a new classification of asshole for this guy. Because, I mean, this is the douchebag's douchebag. I, I, I read his biography or his, his autobiography or whatever that on his website that Alice read. Yeah. And I've read it about four times. <laughs> oh. And it just gets better every time I read it. Who the hell does this guy think he is? And, and by the way, did you notice the part in his bio? Where it says he's played these songs, quote, all over the world. <laughs> it, who the hell is paying money to see this guy anywhere but... Uh, Pause, Steve, for a sec, too. Another thing that struck me on reflection when I was making a clip of this to post on Twitter, so I reheard it, is it says he has a catalog of literally hundreds of songs some of which will be recorded in Virginia. Are you allowed to say songs are in your catalog when you just wrote them, but you haven't <clears throat> recorded them yet? He used the word literally, Alice. So He has a catalog of literally hundreds of songs, but they're not recorded anywhere. Hey, do you want a way that he'll okay. talk you back? Or, and if you don't, I would uh, okay, watch yourself. Okay? Is Steve Jenner... He's, he's, <clears throat> no, he's not done. Okay. Hold on, Sorry. hold on, hold on. I want to hear the rest of what Steve had to say. His basement in Gloucester. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> God, it's just pathetic. You know, it, it, and by the way, Jeff... Not every lyric needs to be screamed at the top of your lungs. Oh, my God. We talked about that. Yeah. And I can also tell Jeff's never read a book for pleasure no. in his life. You don't write lyrics like that if you've ever read the way other people put words together. <laughs> I, I mean, if, you know, Bob Dylan's album uh, from 1975, uh, Blood on the Tracks, is basically about his divorce from his wife, Sarah. Mm. And, you know, it starts off with, a great song, Tangled Up in Blue, which mm. is kind of metaphorical and all that. But if Bo Jeff Rowe wrote that song, it would be, this is my divorce album! <laughs> then I'm getting divorced! <laughs> oh! For terms and conditions! <laughs> if, if if Jeff Rowe wrote Tommy by the Who, yep. it would be, this is my album about a deaf, <laughs> dumb, and blind kid! <laughs> you know, I, oh my God. I, I want to throw up in my mouth. Um, so thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share that. My um, again, I'm so glad that other people have now experienced Jeff Rowe. So am I, because you and I've been talking about this for years. So am I two more and then you can go. Okay. Okay. Hi, Alice. Sporty McKenzie, sport ball news. Hey. Well, are you familiar with Sporty McKenzie, Alice? Yes. You are. How, from what? From, um, the Kirkman hand show. Oh, okay. It's Tommy New Hampshire, by the way. Okay. If you could comment on Tom's performance on the field of play yesterday, <laughs> and maybe Tom at the end could chime in with a response. <laughs> Thank you. I think we've said all we're going to say. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. <laughs> we couldn't make a first down. We couldn't run the ball. We didn't try to run the ball. Playoffs. We couldn't complete a pass. We sucked. That was yeah. a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave yeah. it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. <laughs> in my opinion, that sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. Holy crap. I don't know who the hell we think we are when we do something like that. Unbelievable. Five turnovers. One of them, for, we, we've thrown four interceptions for touchdowns this year. That might be an NFL record. It was a horseshit performance in the second half. Horseshit. That's pitiful. I mean, it's absolutely that is true, pitiful Tom, to, it's... to perform like that. Pitiful. It sucked. Yes. It stunk. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy, it's, it, it, that is uh, accurate to what happened. Alice, do you care to comment? No comment. Yes, uh, all three. It started off with uh, our, our team kicked off, and the other team ran it back for a touchdown, <laughs> and um, and then they kicked off to us, and we fumbled, and they ran it back for a touchdown, and it was just it was awful in all all phases of the game, and it was, and then I gave excuses during, and then <laughs> oh man, but but the thing is, I've never gotten such a like verbal beatdown due to poor performance. In my life, <laughs> this is, oh, this is vicious, 
vicious. So now I've got to start back and retrain like Rocky Three, and remember, get recapture the eye of the tiger. Because I was living large. I was on the mountaintop, Alice. Now I'm brought low. Mm. I'm what? Mm-mm. <laughs> Say something reassuring. Wow. You're going to be great, honey. Yeah, it's funny. It's, you, you talk about when people or couples are making love, like you're getting the tap, which means like, can you hurry up? Yeah. I would long for the, the <laughs> days of the tap. I was not that subtle, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was literally, I want to um, pull the fire alarm. This is the worst single experience that I ever there's a are you a lesbian now? <laughs> no. It is possible. I think I ended my tirade with thank you for that thrilling experience. <laughs> it hit Alice. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hey Steve. hey Steve. Welcome to Firing Line. I'm your host, Alice F. <laughs> Buckley. And tonight's guest is noted author. Gore Vidal. <laughs> Mr. Vidal, uh, on tonight's program, you and I will be discussing... Go, Pepper. Sally, can you let Pepper out? I think she's afraid of the car seat that's on the floor. Go ahead, Pepper. Pagan, polytheistic, demon religions, <laughs> and as you know, the most egregious of which is, of course, yoga. <laughs> there you were, Mr. Vidal, doing a downward-facing dog in your yoga pants, thinking all that was going on was you were getting a stretch of your hammies and calves. No, no, sir. You were engaging in fetishistic, pagan, sexual perversions. That's what you were doing. You and all the young yoga moms. And Mr. Vidal... Let's just be clear. We're not talking about one specific one being cult. No, no, no. We're talking polytheistic, polydemic cults. Yes. And intentioned or not, Mr. Vidal, never forget that all yoga is pagan ritual. True. And the service of pagan religion. What do you have to say, Mr. Vidal? You're a goddamn crypto-Nazi. That's what I have to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Alice. That was crazy. And and, and it, was, it was the greatest because <laughs> Alice finishes saying her last part that, and, and Tom, I got, Tom, I got whiplash from you trying to segue out of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is great. And you know what? Speaking of the Trump, there's, we have this guy talking about the Trump cult. Oh, my God. I was like being turned around every which way in my car. It looked like, I don't even remember voice from the bottom of the sea. Whenever there was trouble, the guys would go careening side to side to show that the chip was uh, in trouble. That was, that was me. But anyway, uh, it's refreshing. Uh, thank, thank you. Carry on. Thank you very much. I loved voice to the bottom of the sea. It was, um, what was his name? Uh, Kowalski is one of the guys. And, uh, what was his name? Uh, Captain Crane, right? Was that his name? That was a great show. It was essentially Star Trek, Star Trek in a sub. Do you want to go? Because I have two more. I can just do it without you. Because yeah, then you have to turn it off. Are you able to do that? Turn Last the video time off? you left it streaming like forever. Remember? Well, I mean, okay. Or we can I'll, s- I'll try it. I'll try it. I'll switch. Or do you want to stay here for the ne- last two and just abandon the kid? No, I'm going to go pick him up. But I'll, okay. I'm going to set it on you. The camera's on you. So, And then you, when you're done, you come over here and you have to hit stop streaming and stop recording. Stop streaming and stop recording. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the, um, the, um, the key fob is in my gray jacket, <coughs> which is either <coughs> in the dining room <coughs> or um, in the kitchen. Okay. Okay. Here you go. Hey, Tom and Alice, Mike and Groveland here. Hey, Mike and Groveland, yeah, I was just there. Made a, made a wrong turn a, a long ways back by allowing teachers to unionize. No I'm kidding. Okay. Personally, I spent 13 years in a labor union, and during that entire time, all I saw was uh, the incompetent and the unmotivated get rewarded as much as oh, yeah. you know someone that just shows up, works hard, you know, and uh, uh, wants to strive for excellence. Uh, yeah. Unions are great at, you know... Uh, protecting the lazy but you know with uh, the flip side to that is uh it kills motivation it sure does and the one showing up with the guitars i didn't make the connection first but those are the same guys that used to show up to house parties you know like in high school and college uh okay. with their guitars though no one ever asked them to because we all knew how dreadful they were right anyways um Glad to hear your dryer part came in. You don't have to continue to 
you know, trek on over to the laundromat. Thank you. Anyways, keep up the great work, guys. One more, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I dealt with, with the unions as well when they were like, slow down, slow down. We worked overnights at our hotel, and I wanted to just finish all setting all the rooms up. And they'd be like, oh, slow down. What are you doing? And I kind of get it because who wants the annoying guy who's going to finish in like two minutes? But I wanted also to get out of there and enjoy my life. But maybe it wasn't a good fifth of the job. But uh, yes, yes, and I'm enjoying Groveland. Enjoying Groveland. I mean, then Groveland, like West Newbury, needs, there's no stuff there. Although that Mexican restaurant, it might be interesting when it moves in next to the laundromat. So we're looking for that. But thank you. Hey, we like the border being open, you see? Really? Then they come and try to take away my family. No, you don't take away my family. Well, right now it seems like uh, nothing is being done to secure anything with this border stuff. It's just absolutely nuts. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully the Republicans don't screw this thing up. Have Biden stop the flow right now. Have him stop the flow. Don't give this guy anything. Nothing. No lifeline. Killer instinct. Instinct. That's what you need. Act like a killer. Oh, thank you very much, everybody. Feel free to uh, sign up for Patreon if you're not. We uh, appreciate it, obviously. Um... And follow us on Twitter and all those things. Check out the All You Can Eat podcast if you like. And we'll take, if you have suggestions for it, we, we have a really good time doing it. You know, sometimes it's like a little all over the place, but it's really for us, it's, it's a lot of fun. But we're short of time. I'm trying to convince Alice to not try to start another podcast where she's trying to start. So convince her not to. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.